Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 329 of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, man, we sitting here uh, live. <laughs> Not actually Envy. live for y'all. Envy. But uh, <laughs> we uh, watch sitting here live watching the um, second half of the uh, Warriors-Lakers game. Game two. <laughs> yeah, game two. Figured it would be cool to like, you know, while we doing the podcast. I mean, I, I, I always have, if there's a game on, I always have something on, like just kind of like playing in the background to look at. While I'm podcasting, but I figured it'd be cool, like you know, if this game goes off like the like game one did, it'd be kind of cool for us to catch some real life, uh, real live game reactions on the podcast. So, like, we're not gonna sit here and just commentary the full second half. We're gonna do the podcast, but like, you know, right? And, and every and now it, and then, might just pop off and start talking about basketball randomly. Sorry, Gardner. Yeah, and the way it's going, um, if Golden State keeps it up, it's probably gonna be nothing to really report about. If the Lakers yeah, can't yeah, yeah, get actually, back in yeah, the, the game. Yeah, the way this is going, there's not going to be too much commentary from us. It looks like the, the Warriors are ready to put this away. Oh, shit, Joe Montana at the game. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. My all-time. Joe Montana in years. Yeah, Joe, Joe Montana is my uh, second all-time favorite NFL player. Well, behind man, I love Barry? Joe. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I, like, Joe Montana, I love Joe Montana, dog. I had all his shit, man. I had all his cards. I had all his jerseys. I had a I had a Kansas City uh Joe Montana jersey. Nigga, I was oh, a wow. fan. <laughs> I was a fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh yeah, he's my second all-time favorite football player, man, behind Barry. Bruh, I hate cocky clay. I swear to God, I hate cocky clay. Like he has a very he has a very hittable face, doesn't he? <laughs> like, nah, like you just want to hit him. Like so fucking annoying, dude. Yeah. Because when he's mad and you know shit ain't going his way, that motherfucker ain't saying shit. But now, nah, motherfucker, how it pounding his chest and shit, like he King Kong and all the other bullshit. Man, he gets on my nerves. Anyway, you no. Know, speaking speaking of players who who get on people's nerves, I want to talk about Dylan Brooks real quick. Did you see the thing that came out yesterday about how Memphis said that they're not re-signing him under any circumstances? Under any circumstances, <laughs> dog. You got to you got to really fuck up, dog. To, to get never, that. never in my what 30, 35 years of NBA fandom have I ever heard a team say that they are not going to sign anybody under any circumstances, like re-sign somebody under any circumstances like letting it let it be known we do not fuck with this nigga in any kind of way and like you know what we were saying i can't remember if we were saying it on the podcast or this is what we were saying in person i can't i can't remember but uh how we were talking about um actually shit, it might was it even it might not even been you i don't know but i was talking about this with somebody <laughs> and, but i was saying how like like with dylan brooks like you can't be that nigga that talk a bunch of shit you're not good at the thing you're supposed to be doing like when you had players who were big think, shit talkers, I think we actually talked about. That. I think it was us, yeah. And like you can't be that guy. Like if you were like Ron Artest was good at the shit Ron Artest was supposed to do. So like the when when you talk a bunch of shit and get in a bunch of trouble, 
if you the Pacers, you're gonna look at that like, yeah, he get a lot, he getting a lot of trouble or whatever, but he he provides something of great, great, great value to us. And every other player who's been like one of those people who just talk a lot of shit has also been somebody who's really important in it in at in at, at least one way. Like just really fucking important and good at the thing they do. Dylan Brooks was not that. That nigga had all the mouth and none of the performance. Like he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything to stop LeBron. He didn't do anything to help win the series. He shot terribly. And all he did was run his fucking mouth and really just gas up an opponent who is way better than he is and a team with players who are way accustomed, way more accustomed to that scenario than the players on his team who the only thing that they know how to do really, really good is run their fucking mouths. That's all that is the thing that they are the absolute best at is running their fucking mouth and not proving it on the court. That looked like a travel, Steph. He got, I swear he got away with the travel, but anyway, anyway, um, no, I, like, in, in just a second, you're, you're, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. You said just, a, just a I second was just going to add, I was just going to add to your point. Your oh, point. I thought you said, I, I thought you said I cut out for no. a second. Oh, but yeah. Well, well anyway, what I was going to say is that that's what happens when you're that kind of player. You don't, you don't perform. You didn't do anything. Like I said, he shot terribly. He didn't, he definitely traveled. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's what they're saying on the broadcast. Cause I got it muted, but he definitely fucking traveled. And I can't believe it didn't fucking call it uh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's what, that's what happens when you're that kind of player. You get teams that are just like, yeah, we're not going to sign you anymore. Like, like we're, we're not even interested in bringing you back. That nigga was a, he was nothing but a detriment. That's it. He wasn't even like, even like like oh he didn't help like no he was only a detriment <laughs> like so yeah like that that's what you get nigga <laughs> like next time learn to be a nigga who talk who only talks shit when he can back it up yeah and, and that's what i said you know i think we either last week or at some point i felt like i've had many dylan brooks conversations but there's plenty of people on the grizzly that didn't do shit to help them win and we don't know about them because they was quiet as fuck. <laughs> they didn't talk <laughs> shit. So, you know what I'm saying? And I, I wish I could remember, and I can't because you search Dylan Brooks or the Grizzlies, you get a thousand fucking article. But it was one article where one of the coaches had said something. It was something to the effect of, you know, uh, doing things that, you know, uh, basically just bringing extra attention unnecessarily. That was the gist of it. And I can't remember the wording, but when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I don't think he's going to be back. And I'm just like thinking I, that I in feel my, like I read that too. That yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't think I even said any, he wasn't one like, Oh, I know he's out. You know, but I was just thinking like, he's probably going to be evaluated and it's probably not going to go well for them, you know, or him or whatever. Um, I mean, shit, that's the same thing with uh, the coach uh, from Milwaukee. When you saw that article, when that wording came out about, you know, him pretty much throwing the, the coach under the bus for not guarding Butler. I, we knew then. I know you knew then when you posted the article. Man. I knew then from reading it. I was just like, that's not man, that go. was, man, that was crazy. Yeah, he said, because the quote, well, I had to find it because I was trying to, I couldn't remember exactly. And I guess they asked him about guard, uh, Giannis about guarding Butler. And he said, out of respect, you have to let the coach make that adjustment. Uh, Giannis said, we had our best defender on, defender on him. It was so competitive. He plays hard and he wanted to take that challenge, but at the end of the day, I wish I would have uh, guarded him. And then it says, Giannis says, the Bucks never adjusted to Butler. Now they have all offseason to think of their mistakes. And I saw that shit. I was like, yeah, he threw him way under the fucking bus. Like, like him being, and there's a lot of people, I guess because a lot of people didn't read that article, 
or see that people were really surprised. I was not fucking surprised when I saw that shit today. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was right, not yeah, I was, surprised. I was not surprised. Yeah, because like when he said the thing about um like something like you do with like I can't well, you read it, but it was something that sounded like basically like you do what the coach tells you to do. Yeah. Like when he said that, that's that's when the coach was fucked because what he was saying was I didn't want to do it that way, but the coach did. The coach wanted to. Mm-hmm. And when you're the number one seed and you lose four games to one in the first rounds to the eight seed and Jimmy Butler performs the way that he did and you have your best player go, I didn't want to do it that way, but the coach did. Yeah, I mean, that. there's no other way. That's why when I posted, I was like, if this is how you like, this is how this is how you get it how you get a coach fired like that's why i said said it that's why i said that because i'm like no the best player literally was like i don't i didn't want to do what the coach wanted to do but i let i just did it anyway (laughs) like okay what (laughs) not just the best player but like one of the best players in the whole nba not just the best player on that team like you can't have Giannis say something like that and still expect to keep your job like i he knew i bet he knew as soon as he saw that fucking article he's like well let me just start shopping for a new house. <laughs> put me put the Milwaukee house up for sale. <laughs> I'm not gonna be here much longer. Not yeah. even like I'm not gonna be here next season. Cause I think even on that post, because when I posted that on Facebook, I don't remember if I said it in the comments or not. I think I did, but I'm not positive. But I said something to the effect of like, I'd be surprised if he even last a week. It might have been in our chat. Like, I'd be surprised if he even if he don't get fired this week. And it, obviously that didn't it wasn't that same week, but I feel like that was last week or the week before. <laughs> So, yeah, he he wasn't gonna be around much longer. Yeah, I I mean, he 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 would almost just say the coach fucked up. I mean, he he pretty much said that the coach fucked up without saying the coach fucked up. I mean, so yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, dog, I feel like what he said is even worse than saying the coach fucked up because he because he even put it he even put it on him because by by him putting himself into it, that's what made it worse. The fact that he said, like, it's not just that the coach fucked up. It was like the coach did what I did not want to do. Like, I wanted to do, me, Giannis, the star, I wanted to do something different than what he wanted to do. And I just went along with what he wanted to do. And then, obviously, the implication is, and then because of that, we lost four four games to one. So, I'm like, man, that's even worse to say the coach fucked up. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's still saying the coach fucked up. But, yeah, man. No, I mean. mean, That was so bad. Yeah, like, I ain't never yeah. seen nobody throw a coach under the bus like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the worst I've seen. I, I don't think I've ever seen it that bad, or at least ne- never paid attention to it that bad. Uh, I'd be curious what Milwaukee fans think about that. Like, think I think about the coach. I mean, like, not what Giannis did, but like, do they do they feel a way? Like, are they mad that like ah oh, Giannis got the coach fired and we like them, or are they like yeah the coach is trash anyway? Yeah, and I don't know many uh, Milwaukee fans. Um, Me neither. Uh, I have to search Twitter or some shit to figure out, like, y'all like these niggas? What y'all think? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard for me, and I feel like this I feel like this is probably the case for any non-Milwaukee fan or any fan, anybody who's not a fan of the team in question in the scenario I'm about to describe. But when you have a coach that gets fired from a team that's good, I think it's harder to tell as a non-fan of that team what made the coach get fired because like, yes, Milwaukee lost in the first round. You could look at it as simple as that, but I don't think getting upset in the first round is automatic, like coach firing. I feel like 
there has to be other things going on with that coach. It's not just the fact that they lost. It's probably like, okay, what was that nigga doing specifically that made or contributed to the loss or whatever? And I feel like it's so much harder for me as a non-Bucks fan who doesn't watch all the games to assess the coaching job of a coach whose team had the best record in the league. <laughs> like, like, how am I supposed to know what this nigga did wrong? He had the best his team and the best record in the league. Like, yes, they lost in the first round, but I also saw a very ungodly performance from a great player as well. So it's like, I don't know what this nigga did wrong. Like, I don't watch it like that. It's easy for me to assess what Dwayne Casey does wrong, not just because he's a Pistons coach, because he's a coach on a shitty team. So you can watch, you can watch their games and see the things that they're doing wrong all the time. <laughs> so like, it's easier to assess that kind of shit. So like, I don't know. I'm curious what people who are either Milwaukee fans or people who pay close enough attention to Milwaukee games to assess the coach quality, how they feel about him as a coach and him getting fired, especially since he's obviously going to get brought up in a whole lot of coaching conversations for these teams, including the Pistons that don't have a coach because he is now by default, the best coach on the market because he's the coach of the team with the best record in the whole NBA. So, and if we being honest, if I look at Miami, I mean, I'm sorry, if I look at Milwaukee on paper, I don't look at that roster and go, Oh, that's gotta be the best team in the league. So like, I feel like he must've did a good job with that team. Or, I mean, of course, or it could just be that Giannis is an incredible fucking player, but, but you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I get that. I get that. Trying to figure out what the hell is Draymond fucking bitching about. Looks like uh, Schroeder grabbed his knee when he went around that screen. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. He grabbed his leg and he, that when he grabbed his leg, it pulled his left leg out from under him. He could have got yeah. hurt real bad that way too. Yeah, although I don't think it seemed malicious. It does. It would have been fucked up though. I get it though. In slow motion, it looks bad, but I bet in fast motion, it probably doesn't look that bad. But I mean, if it if it was enough to legitimately pull his leg out like that, he could have got really hurt. Because that unexpected leg. Flying out like he could have pulled like a groin muscle or something. Uh, like that could have he that could have really fucked him up if he didn't see that coming and and oh, legitimately man. got it pulled. Yeah, because he oh because he was starting to roll with the, yeah so he was starting to roll with the screen. So even if it wasn't um even if it wasn't a hard pull, the fact that he was starting to move forward at the exact same time, yeah, he definitely uh lost the leg. I wonder if they're. I don't since I got it muted, I don't know what they're reviewing, but I'm wondering if they're reviewing a foul. Like, was there no call and now uh they want to review for a foul? If so, uh they're <laughs> if so they're gonna get it. No, nah, yeah, they'll get it. I'll just try to get fucking Yeah, he hops to start moving to start rolling toward the basket at the exact same time that leg get pulled out. Anyway, uh, I, was, I was thinking the what we could do with this podcast. We have a couple of topics that we didn't uh, get to last week. Just a little dumb, goofy topics that I put in there. Just kind of like to talk about a little sh- silly shit going on that I observed. Um, we have those. And then we have the emails from Baylor that we from, what was it, March 20th <laughs> now, that are now several weeks old. And I was thinking we could play those. Uh, and respond to them if responses are necessary. And then if, if they're too dated and or if it's something that we answered last week, we can just, you know, move forward or whatever. Yeah, and no, then obviously, cool. you know, while we're doing that, if stuff pops off on the game, like 
Draymond getting his leg snatched out, then we could talk about that too. But these niggas down by 20, so I'm well, the Warriors are up by 20, but 20 point deficit, so probably not gonna be much to talk about, but a lot of nah, game left. Nah, yeah. It'll be done. Uh funny we were talking about earlier, you know, um actually hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Hey. What's up? Yeah, um, I have it by Sunday. I'm doing a podcast right now. Do you need anything um, urgent right this second? No, that's cool. All right, bye. Man, I thought this motherfucker wanted something urgent. Because I heard the dog barking and shit, so and I see her calling me. So like, what about my computer monitor? I'm like, uh, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad. Uh, Oh, I, I was going to say, um, we were uh, just talking about before the podcast about just how life events, you know, kind of gets categorized by like pre-pandemic and, and post-pandemic. And I, excuse me, mentioned one of my favorite things about the pandemic was the fucking curbside because I picked up dinner today. And of course, I know that's your favorite thing of <laughs> <laughs> of it uh but yeah that shit man i absolutely love that was the best one of the best things that happened from that shit because you know i went to longhorns today was it texas longhorns yeah texas texas, texas Roadhouse Road or longhorn no i'm mixing longhorn, the two up. right yeah texas oh, no, i do i do it too i do it too the texas only Road reason House. i know the difference is because of this because of what your story just reminds me of. i'm talking about i think uh texas longhorn is like the fucking team the and football, shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Not football but the college the, yeah the college yeah but t- texas row house so yeah we picked up from there and actually we've been one up so the thing is we do we go to texas row house and we get longhorns a lot either or so uh but yeah so picked up there and they have like a drive-through for pickup you know you order you make an order, you know what I'm saying, um, online, and then just pull up in their drive-through and shit, and then just to pick up. So that shit is clutch as fuck. Yeah, hell yeah, dog. I mean, I uh, again, I I can't speak highly enough of <laughs> I can't speak highly enough of COVID nineteen <laughs> for creating curbside pickup. Shout out, shout out to COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, shout out to COVID nineteen for uh for bringing curbside pickup and. and not bringing curbside pickup, but making it prevalent. And then now that the pandemic is is uh, over, curbside pickup still hasn't gone anywhere. And it has not only remained, but I've still seen places that didn't have it during the pandemic add it. Like, curbside pickup is the shit. It's, it's everything. I love curbside pickup so much. I'm sorry for the people who died from COVID, though. That's terrible. But I, mean, I love yeah, curbs. I, mean, and we, and I think you always got to be able to get a plus out of some situations. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's some some pluses on this shit. But uh, I think earlier you were saying, I had mentioned I, when I was saying that, something that sparked your memory about something you wanted to talk about. Yeah, it was when, well, yeah, I was mentioning you, you mentioning uh, Texas Roadhouse or Longhorn Steak, Steakhouse, whatever the fuck. Um, it reminded me of so I was listening to, to Delvin's podcast, trying to get caught up on the the couple of episodes of um his more personal podcast. It's a Patreon podcast, I believe. So um anybody in the old body can't listen to it. But um I was getting caught up on it, and he he was telling this story about uh this date that he went on with this uh with this one woman, and he said that they went to Longhorn, and he said that he ordered uh she ordered her steak well done. 
and he ordered his steak medium rare. And he said when he ordered his steak medium rare, everybody looked at him crazy. Oh, yeah. I remember, oh, yeah, I do remember this. Including okay. including his date. It was like, oh, you going to order your steak like that? She's like, I'm not. She's like, oh, I'm not even going to be able to watch you eat that or some shit. I'm like, duh. Then he said that the waitress was like, are you sure you want to order that? I'm like, nigga, if I'm at a steakhouse and the waitress says the waitress gives me side eye for ordering medium rare, I'm walking the fuck out right then. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't need to be here. <laughs> like and she don't he or she don't either like like this this is like they need a new job whoever that person is because that was the most appalling part to me of his whole story was that the waitress side-eyed him like if the waitress at the waitress at the steakhouse is like ew medium rare no nah, i'm leaving i'm not eating here I, i'd have been like no nah, we going somewhere else i don't even give a fuck about this date if you don't if you don't like the fact that i'm saying we not eating here no more and you don't want to date me no more because of that? Peace be with you. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not eating at this restaurant. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking like, it got to be something wrong with this place for a steak place to say, ooh, you're ill, you order in medium rare. Like, like who does are, you, that? Who who employs people at a steakhouse who are going to side eye medium rare? <laughs> like, you should like side eye. I'm, I'm, you I'm don't even your side judgment eye? My thing is you don't angle. Even, my thing is, it's a business. You don't even side eye well done. You sell a steak. You know what right. I'm saying? Well, yeah, true that. And so <laughs> right. it's just you like you don't side eye anything. You, know, you just say, "Oh well, well, okay, cool. We have it. We have it out here in a minute." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah, that's true. But my my oh my goodness, my this nigga Steph got hit by two people. <laughs> Fell down and still made it. His dad just sitting there laughing. Yeah, getting <laughs> high fives in the crowd. That's my little digger. That's my nigga. <laughs> but um. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, that's that's fucked up the side eye anything. But look, my point was more so like I'm at a steakhouse and the employee at the steakhouse is giving me bad steak advice. <laughs> like, like, that's the part that really fucks with me. Like, if it, if it was a different item, I'd have been like, okay, it's weird that she's like telling me not to order the, you know, the blooming onion or some or, shit. Or yeah, or some whatever. whatever fuck, yeah, know. exactly. But the, like, you te- like you side eyeing a medium rare steak and you work at a steakhouse. Like, you don't need to have this job, and whoever hired you fucked up. Like, the first thing, like, I feel like the first thing, like, like you should ask somebody if you hired them to work at a steakhouse is, do you eat steak? <laughs> and I'm not saying if they say no, or if they, that that means you shouldn't hire them, but I kind of feel like if they say, you medium rare, that you should be like, I don't know if I need this person working here. <laughs> no, absolutely. That that is a that should be a restaurant no no of no in, in any place. You should be you should not be able to say ill at any place that you work at, dog. You should not I don't be know if she said that. ew, but like I'm just saying. Or just even disgust or surprise or anything. There should be no emotional reaction to the food they order at all. It shouldn't be like, oh, you want to do the medium rare? Oh, that's that's interesting. Like, no, that's that's common shit. I don't know, man. I might make a face if I worked at the steakhouse and somebody ordered the well done. <laughs> well done. I mean, you, you may want to for sure, but you probably no, won't. I wouldn't but, do, you I know, wouldn't you, you might go in the back like, this bitch ordered a brick steak. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. oh that, that, that's 100% happening. <laughs> But you know, I'm gonna have like, a bell. I'm gonna have like a big cowbell in the back that I would ring anytime somebody ordered a well done steak. Like, dun, ding, ding, ding. like yo, we got right. another, another dumb fucking table eighteen to order the well done steak with ketchup. And I and I think it'd probably be more prevalent if you like at a more high end spot. I mean, as much as I love uh, Row House and Longhorns, those are not high end places. So I mean, but uh, if you go to some high park or you know, prime and proper and you're ordering well, like some places won't even let you do well done. 
Um, the highest they do is like medium well or some shit like that. So you have some place like that, you may get a side eye. Um, but for the uh, any place like Longhorn, Texas Roadhouse, nah, they they should they need to cook that shit and be, and be good. Hell Excuse yeah. me, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny though. <laughs> I wouldn't have stayed there though. To yeah, your no, point, I can't I can't stay there though. Like we gotta go. Like they, they I can't have them telling me. Not telling me that I shouldn't get a medium rare steak, but acting like that's the wrong order to make when that's the right order to make. <laughs> like that's the proper way to order the steak. Like don't tell me, don't, don't tell me that's wrong. Well, I know like LeBron's probably steaming because he just got hit on the hand on a three pointer and was no call, and now he brushed my man's back and it's a it's a it's a foul. <laughs> LeBron. So what did you think of? And I don't, we don't got to go too go too much into it, but. Uh, what did you think of LeBron getting no MVP votes this year? Nah, no, I thought that was kind of a, I mean, it, he don't, I mean, he don't deserve the award, but it's like, it is kind of wild that like of all the years in his career, that this would be the year that he didn't get no votes when I feel like his performance at his age and his time in the league, like, I'm surprised that no one, th- like, you, no one threw him a third place vote? Like, like, or something? Like, I, mean, I don't but, know. Like, I, I just don't. I, I, that's surprising to me, uh, especially given, like, I mean, when you look at 29 points, eight rebounds, six assists, almost that's seven what, assists. That's what I was going to say. I was like, in many, not just in, in, in a, a hypothetical season that those are MVP number numbers in many seasons, those are MVP numbers. So it's not, it's not just the fact that he performed well at 38 in his 20th season and took his team to the playoffs again. He had a, a season that would be an MVP caliber season in a lot of other years. And in, in, and when I say a lot of other recent years, it'd be an MVP caliber season in every year from like (laughs) 2000 back that's an MVP caliber season every year, but it's an MVP caliber season in a lot of years in the two thousands as well. So it's just kind of wild that like to have that kind of a, a, a stat line at that age, at having played this many seasons and getting into the playoffs on a team that started the season the way it did. I, I don't know. I just, I I'm shocked that he didn't get any votes. And again, I'm not saying that he should have in the sense of like he earned MVP votes, like, I don't think that he should have won MVP or anything like that, or that he should have even really necessarily been in the conversation. But, like, I'm still surprised that nobody threw him any votes because he is LeBron. Like, I'm, like, I'm sure I'm very, very certain that he has gotten many, many votes when he had less, when he had less reason to get them than he did this year. No, right. No, I, I agree. So, I fully agree on that. Um, do you want to go with uh, Baylor's emails? Yeah, let's go there, especially because he might have basketball talk in there anyway. All right, so let's see. I like E40's coat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's been wearing the same coat. I, I feel like he's been wearing that same coat to every game. But, uh, yeah, I like that coat. So can I ask y'all a question about music? Uh, cause, cause I don't, I, I don't remember the last time I talked to y'all about some music shit. 
Instead okay. of more, I still haven't finished my series where I was breaking down uh, popular cities and how I view oh, right. the music that they make um, in terms of describing the city uh, that they're from. So I wanted to ask a question, a music question about what type of music do y'all niggas listen to these days? I think it's a fair question to ask in that uh, the landscape of music is, has changed crazy within the past 10, 15 years or so. Um, especially when hip-hop turning 50 recently, it's like we've seen so many different styles of uh, music. You know, when it, basically when it comes to hip-hop and R&B, everything under the hip-hop culture, um, what do you guys like listen to on a, on a, on a normal basis? Um, do you listen to a lot of local artists from Detroit, uh, whether they're, you know, from your era or not? Like, do you listen to some of the younger cats? I imagine Otis don't listen to none of that shit. You know what I mean? And Mike, too. Like, I think y'all have a real solid palette that of music that y'all, but that's just my point of view. I could be totally wrong, and I'm cool with that. I don't give a shit what y'all listening to, but hey, I know. <laughs> I'm Why the fuck you asking this? Thing, so I know me always got that in common. <laughs> but what is something outside of uh, Stevie Wonder, Otis? Do you like actually <laughs> listen to as far as hip hop and R and B? Because I listen to a lot of younger artists over here on the West Coast. Um, I don't too much care for a uh, majority of the young artists in the rap game in general. But there's a lot of young cats uh, from my side of town that I listen to uh, because they still use the elements of, uh, like, the foundation of what we uh, created our music off of. You know what I mean? Um, so I just want to know, is, is there uh, any younger cats that y'all listen to from the Detroit area uh, outside of T. Grizzly? <laughs> T. Grizzly went up a kind, though. I ain't going to lie. That nigga, that nigga's solid. But anybody else, and if y'all not listen to these little fuckers, then uh, who are y'all still listening to? What albums are y'all going back listening to on repeat and stuff like that? What is y'all uh, safe haven uh, playlist looking like? So I think that's record, a real good question. No, it actually is a great question. For the record, Baylor, I have not listened to Stevie Wonder in quite some time. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not been on none of my playlists. Um, I can start if you want, Mike. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, so I still a lot of shit, man. I mean, I, I think, uh, like, so I think we, I think I've mentioned him before, although I haven't listened to nothing probably in the last couple of days from him, but, um, Sky Zoo is on one of my, my, my playlist high, um, uh, fucking, uh, Ab Soul is on my playlist recently a lot lately. Like I really liked his last album, um. Uh, Paul Herbert. Did you ever do you listen to Abso? Any? Yeah, but I haven't heard that last. I didn't know he had a. Well, I can't say a new album, but I haven't heard that one. Yeah, so that came out in December. Uh, okay, yeah. so that is new. But yeah, yes. no, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, that's 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 that shit is uh, it's 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 hard. He has uh, two songs in particular I really like. You can check out one is called Well, it's funny. All of the titles are in all caps. I just feel like he yelling at people and shit. But uh. I don't know why that's become a thing lately. Yeah. Art, some artists do that. I, I don't know. I think they do um, it just to be different, but 
Yeah, so uh, two songs I really like. One called Do Better, and then it's one called, well, the song is called, uh, it's titled FM, I'm sorry, F O M F, and it's Fuck Out My Face. And so, but it's, <laughs> I, I, get, I get hype off that shit. Um, so I've been listening to him lately. Uh, I checked out Jack Harlow's album recently, and I actually like him. I listened to most of his new album, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, Detroit folks, um, used to like a lot of T. Grilly early stuff, but I haven't really got into his stuff lately. I don't think he's really, really putting out uh, um, much, much music. But uh, one of my guilty pleasure news uh, listens from Detroit is uh, Four Two Doug. Um, the little nigga spit, dog. I, I like, I like a lot of his shit. And then he got—I won't say he got me, but because he was doing a collab with the dude, he got me listening to the dude uh, with the ESTG. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, so kind of listen to him. I actually like uh uh some of Icewear Vezo shit. Um his shit's kind of cool. Um there's a couple of Detroit dude I haven't got into. Like what's uh uh are you familiar with Babyface Ray? I'm familiar with the name. I haven't heard none of the music. Yeah, I I I don't know. Um he's okay. Uh, I haven't got to I, he's all right, but uh I think Bodie James, I like a lot of his stuff. Uh, as far as local cats, um, that's probably you know on a uh, well, I shouldn't even say Bodie James. It's like underground because I think a lot of more people know about Bodie James than not. Um, but yeah, I keep I keep my playlist pretty eclectic. Uh, I still have my my good my heavy dose of of R and B still um, and and jazz and shit. But for the most part, I've been doing a bunch of just I I, I usually let Spotify figure it out for me so. I'll go to one of the playlists I've, you know, made based on, you know, shit I've played. And like currently right now, the the six things I listened to lately was Mac Miller, Abso, this Jay Dilla playlist, um, another Mac Miller album. Then I was listening to like, I love my 90s hip hop playlist. Uh, but I think I keep it pretty verse around here. So that's probably about, about, about what I've been been on lately. Yeah, like a lot of the local names you mentioned are all people that I would name as well. But I also like you mentioned, like he asked like about young people too, and I don't know, if, I don't know, I well, like, I don't know the ages of none of these people, and I and I feel like almost everybody you named would not be categorized as young. Not not all. <laughs> I think uh, EST. Well, local young would probably be four two Doug. That's probably the only one um, that would because he's pretty young. Yeah, uh, I think he would be categorized as probably young. Other than that, I don't get too much younger than yeah. That nigga, yeah. I don't know. That nigga might be in his twenties or some shit. But that's probably it. I, you know, just as young in general, you know, I you probably had to ask uh, Tone about like I don't know what I don't know why Tone old ass is into the fucking like Chicago drill rap, but like the King Vaughns and uh, Dirt and shit like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I really I just really couldn't get into a lot of that shit. Uh, but yeah. yeah, like when he was asking a question, I was even like, I don't even know no young niggas and no young Detroit niggas. Uh, like, like I don't even know. No I think Fortune Doug is probably the youngest dude. I that's mean, probably the only. That that's the only name that, like, when you said that name, I was like, okay, that's one that, like, I feel like he probably young, but like, I don't even know what that nigga look like. <laughs> but um, yeah, a lot of them names you said, but like, I like Baylor to answer your question, man. Like, I've kind of the reason I thought it was a good question is because. 
I've been thinking like a lot about how people kind of like move through phases in life. And like, mm -hmm. you know, like with me, I look at like, and this is, I mean, this is going to mirror a lot of people's phases, but like you have like, you know, your high school time and then like you, you get out of high school, you have your college slash kind of like clubbing phase of your life. And then in your thirties, you start to get kind of like, that's kind of like your professional life where you start to like find a career and you might settle down. You might start having kids, that kind of stuff. And now like move forties, like, I don't know, like my, I feel like I'm now in a different phase of my life and like I hope I value things differently now so like I don't value music the way that I did before and when I say value I don't mean that music doesn't have value I just mean like my the way my days are structured the things that I do throughout a day I have other things that I just prioritize over music like if I'm if I'm in the car which I'm in three to four hours a day I'm listening to podcasts because Yes, um, well, not all the time. Most of the time I'm listening to podcasts. Sometimes I'm in a music vibe and I listen to music, but also a lot of the music I listen to, I can't listen to with my kids in the car. So <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't have too much time where I'm driving by myself. That's the, probably the only time when I listen to music is if I'm driving by myself. But I'm listening to podcasts because I'd rather hear about politics or what's going on in the world. Or I'd rather hear about people talk about MMA or I'd rather hear people talking about TV shows that I'm covering on my YouTube channel or, you know, stuff like that or movies. And when I'm home, I'm, I'm watching stuff from my YouTube channel or, um, you know, smoking cigars and doing this podcast. Like, like th there's just so many other things that I prioritize over music, whereas music was a higher priority for me in previous phases of my life. So like, I don't listen to a ton of music right now. Um, when I do listen to music, I tend to kind of just default to the shit that I've always liked. Because I I just I can't really get with a lot of current music. I don't even want to hang it on young people. Like it's not even like oh I don't like young people rapping. I don't like the young rappers now. I think like and I've tried. I've tried because like I I didn't want to be that old man who's just like all the new music sucks. And you and people look at it like oh you just saying that because you old and it's different to you and it's and you just don't like it because you old. So I'm like I want to give all this shit a try. I don't want to just dismiss it all. So like I'll go every Friday I go through um I'd recently transitioned to Apple Music from Spotify. Um so uh now I go to uh Apple Music and I'll just you know look and see what came out and if I see a name I recognize even if it's a nigga that I'm like ah he's he one of them new niggas in rap that I probably won't like. I'll still listen and give it a chance and most of the time I don't like it cuz I I I don't like the fact that a lot of the rappers right now who are young all sound the R word. <laughs> like I I can't I don't like how they all sound handicapped. Like I just I can't get with that. Like it's like it's like there's like a like you have to sound stupid to be a rapper now. And I I can't I can't I don't know. It just I just can't listen to it. It just it I have to turn it off. Um, and a lot of them are like that. So I, I <laughs> I'll start playing this word. <laughs> I can't man I can't dog like like as soon as I turn it on I'm like oh this be hard and they come in the the uh the the sounded like some fucking I don't man. Our words. I'm like, man, I can't fucking listen to this, dog. Like, they sound too dumb. I just can't do this. Um, so yeah, I, 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 like you said, like one of the things you said, your, your '90s playlist. That's where I live at, Baylor, dog. Like, if I'm listening to music, if I, if I find something new, I, I'll fuck with it. Like, there's still new stuff that I listen to, but like most of the time, if I'm listening to music, I'm, just, I, I have two '90s rap playlists. I have one that I made myself of like just all my favorite songs, and I just add stuff to it as I think about it. 
I'd be like, oh, shit, this needs to go on my 90s playlist. And I'll just add it. So I, so I have my own 90s hip hop playlist that I listen to. That's what I listen to 80 percent of the time. And then I have another one that's the you and I know, you know, it. oh, the the double XL 250 songs thing that oh, they came out yeah. with. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. a playlist and I got a playlist of that. And those are like the main playlist I live in. Um, and that's like 80% of the time. And the other 20% is new stuff. Um, I don't really listen to, I very rarely listen to other genres either. And it's, it's for the same reason. Like I'll listen to the new artists and I'm just like, man, all of this shit sounds so bad to me. Like the lyrics be dumb. I'm like, who wrote this? I'm like, this shit sounds so amateur. Like I've like the lyrics sound like they was written by an eight year old. I'm just, a lot of the shit be sounding corny. I'm just like, man, I don't like none of this shit. So yeah, I, I really live in that. Uh, in my 90s playlist. And then last thing, you mentioned uh, Jack Harlow. I kind of feel you on that, man. I've been fucking with Jack Harlow more and more lately myself. And I feel like he's one of those people who's kind of like coming into his own is who he want to be as an artist. Like, I feel like when he first came out, he was making songs that was just going to get streams. Uh, like the, you know, the the one song, I can't remember the name of it, but... Uh, was it, was it the one where he took the... Uh, um, what, First Class? No, it's the older song than that. Um, oh. You know, ah, fuck with man. Drake. No, older than that. The it was like the first fucking song that he. Uh, I'm not gonna say that he came out with, but it was like his first hit. And um, like I felt like that song was just his kind of like, okay, I want to get some str- streams. What's popping? That's the name of it. You know the song. Now I gotta find it. Listen. I got options. I can pass that bitch like stockings. Just Josh. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got ready. I'm talking. Sports in the top 10. Put a bad bitch in the friend zone. Woo! That shit was hard. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, okay. That song was hard. But like, that song was hard. It was a dope song, right? But it was something I think he put out just to kind of like showcase that he got bars. And he wanted to put something that was going to get streams. And I feel like now that he's popping, he's now like kind of like taking the same strategy that Eminem took. And it was like, okay, now I'm going to be the artist that I want to be and not the artist that's, you know, I'm trying to be to get on. And this last thing that he put out, it has a very like mature, laid back, chill vibe to it. And I feel, and you saw that come through on his last album, the one that had first class on it. Like, you could see that vibe kind of coming through and he's like really like put his foot into that with this last one. And I thought it had a really good, I thought it had a really good vibe. Like, I don't like the fact that all the songs kind of sound the same, but like for the most part, I feel like the first, like, I can't remember how many songs it was. I want to say it was like 10. And I feel like the first, I think I liked like the first seven or something like that. Like it, it like it's solid. It's a solid, it's a solid album for real. So yeah, yeah that's my that's my long answer to to his question. <laughs> I don't TLDR. I didn't. I don't listen to much music, and when I do, I listen to '90s shit. <laughs> yeah, because I, and I think you know we live totally kind of different lives. You know, like you know, I, you have kids, mm-hmm. so you're in the car with your kids. You're you're not necessarily you know listen to you know shit like that. Mm-hmm. Although I do listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and it's funny because you know since I've been off work. I hadn't listened to many, and I usually like my uh, commute to work uh, listens and stuff um, back and forth. And so 
I hadn't listened to any. And then I was today when I was I went to the Tigers game, I was riding down. I started listening to I listened to Charlamagne. He's on Quest Love Supreme, but I had paused that just because it wasn't interesting. But um <laughs> a lot of my podcast wasn't hadn't updated this week or whatever. But yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. But usually when I'm in the garage and I got company over, I'll just have music playing in the background. And it's usually some sort, some form of playlist versus whether it's the you know, it'd be different. Like if my uncle, my uncle Ray is over, I'm probably listening to some older shit. You know what I'm saying? 90s hip hop or some shit like that. Or some other people, I probably listen to some more recent or whatever. But, you know, most time it's just background. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm not out hunting for new artists and shit. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I'm not in that stage of life anymore. But if some shit, yeah. pop, you know, if I listen to the, you know, release radar and, and see some new songs or some shit like that. You know, I'm I'm not opposed to it. I just don't have the the time anymore. Or I think I don't think I desire it to just search new shit as often as I used to or whatever. Yeah, like I said, I'll check it out every Friday. But then, like also too, like Apple and Spotify, they they can't show you every single thing that came out that day. It's just, there's probably thousands of things that come out every Friday, and like they only show you what they consider to be the most important things. And I don't most of that shit is don't matter to me. So I, there's a lot of things that come out that I don't, I miss. Like, I didn't know the app. put out an album in December. Like uh, there was like randomly, like when I transitioned to Apple music, I started to see things that I didn't even see before that came out that I didn't know about. And I, I'm not saying that Spotify didn't have those things that it didn't advertise them. I just started to notice things just because I was in a different app. And it, I was just learning, like, like man, I didn't know so-and-so put out an album. Like, I saw a thing that was like, uh, wow, I can't remember if I saw it or, or somebody told me about it, but it was like, it was like, uh, it wasn't the Dog Pound. I think it was like Daz and it was Daz and somebody else, like a, like a weird, like a collaboration album. And I'm just like, I would have never known that this was a thing. Like, like I, I, I just stumbled across it. And it's like, it, my point is that there's so much shit that comes out. There's probably things that I would like that I don't even know about because I, how, how would I know about it? Like, I need somebody to tell me about it. Like, there's no other way for me to find out. So I'll listen. I'll like, I'll go to the new music shit on Friday, and I'll look for artists I recognize or something that looks like something I might be interested in. And I'll give everything a fair shot. Not everything, but you know, anything that might interest me, I'll give it a fair shot. But more often than not, I'm just like, yeah, I don't really like this. Even yeah. artists that I like, like when uh, uh, when Jeezy put out that album after um, the the song with DJ Drama, that that fucking fire ass song he put out yeah. with Drama, he put out that album. I'm like, this album mid, and I'm just like, man, like I can't, like I feel like I can't even rely on established artists who I know and respect to put out something I'm going to like anymore. So I'm just like, well, I might as well just stick to the 90s shit. Cause I feel like a lot of the niggas that even that I like that are still putting out music. I feel like most of them niggas is washed now. Cause I'm like, y'all can't put out new music. That's good. So I'm just sitting here like, well, let me wait for King's disease eight. <laughs> let me wait for Pusha T to put out a new album. Cause <laughs> like ain't nobody else that I know putting out good shit other than them two niggas. <laughs> so but yeah, I'm sure there's um, a lot of people I, I don't I just don't know about. And, and then, too, I, you know, I, I guess we're in a different era of life because, you know, I used to be a, I used to keep up with all like the blogs and shit, mm-hmm. like all hip hop. And oh, I knew things. everybody. And, you know, what I'm saying so you would see and even on like what's the one uh, hip hop DX, which I don't read a lot of the articles, but they used to have a, a, a page on there where it would show releases. 
mm-hmm. every week uh, when the releases come out. So I would go there if, if not anything, just to look at the releases and shit. But now nah, I don't do that shit anymore. Like, I, <laughs> if something pop up in a, on Spotify and it says this is a new release or something, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll check out. <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, I'm just not there no more. Just it's just not a, it's just not that era of life for me anymore. Yeah, it's just it's just not like I said. That's just not the phase I'm in right now. I I I've tried to fight it to a degree. But I mean, I've largely accepted. I'm just like, I'm not the music guy that I was prior to maybe like five, five to 10 years ago or so. 10 might be a stretch, but like five, five years or so ago, like I I just stopped being a music guy. It's just not something that I really need in my life anymore. Like I, if, and if I need it and if I want it, I'd know, you know, I'll find the things that I like and and I'll listen to that. But yeah, I used to be, I used to know everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally out of the loop totally out of the loop and i and i i and not music related but sort of but when i used to watch a list not watch excuse me when i used to read a lot of blogs and keep up i used to do those on google reader so i would have Mm -hmm. all of did you did you use google reader no but i was familiar with it man so google reader was pretty much just the 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 hub for all of the blogs and stuff you would look you would listen to i mean listen to god damn it read (laughs) and it would be in one one little area and then google killed it that was probably one of the best things ever that they killed was google reader but i would have you know my uh all hip-hop my source my whatever the fuck and i would have all of those in there and i would be able to keep up a lot but you know i think i've traded those for like TV shows, of course, mm-hmm. you watch a lot more TV, um, and shit like that. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 you know just continuing on with like the phases in life thing. It's like you know the like listening to rap and music in general, but you know mainly rap because even what even at you know when I knew everything about music, I was still mainly listening to rap. That was. I think it was just kind of like I didn't have as many things in life that interested me. So it was kind of like, okay, well, I got pistons and I got rap and that's about it. So it was like I didn't really have other things. So music was so was so prominent. But like as you get older, you start to just I don't find come into other things that you enjoy, like like me and you with cigars, for instance. Like, you know, you got we got older, we tried cigars, and now here we are. So it's like, you know, you just start to pick as you get older and you pick up new things those new things started to just move music down the priority list. And yeah, that's just kind of where I am now. I just, I don't know. It's just not, not as important to me as it once was. Yeah. And now, I, but now I could talk about TV and film the way I, I used to be able to talk about music. So. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Just stage of life, man. It's just, it's just crazy. You, if you were to ask me, ask me twenty years ago, would I not be in the music like I am now? And I would have said, "Fuck no, I still be there." But yeah, not so much. Probably could ask me twenty years ago when I smoked cigars, I would have said no too. But you know, <laughs> yeah, or a lot of other things. You know what I'm saying? Hell, I mean, not that you know, I, I, I don't think I had like crazy aspirations twenty years ago of like being married and having a family and all that shit. But I surely wasn't thinking about it twenty years ago. Like mm-hmm. it was sort of farthest from my mom. I and mean, now I'm like, you know, getting out the house, going to Lowe's and, you know, <laughs> doing shit around the house and putting up cabinets and, you know, handles and, you know, just, you know, being a fucking family man and shit. So, yeah, yeah. man. And it's like, 
I don't even care about the shit that I'm missing out on now. And I, well, I don't even want to say missing out, but like I was just about to say missing out the shit that I was doing. Yeah, right. yeah, the shit that I was doing in my 30s, like or 20s, like I don't even care no more. Like I'm fine with what what we all consider to be this washed life. Like I don't know. I don't feel. I don't have any. I don't have any FOMO. Like I'm as as long as I can. No, no, sit no, here and not. smoke my weed, smoke my cigars, and watch my you know watch my violence and you know, watch my shows and enjoy doing the things that I want to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't care. It reminds me of a, a, what a part on um, old school when he was asking Frank about getting out and doing something. He's like, I don't know. I have to go to home Depot bed, bath beyond, you know, uh, <laughs> shit like that. Right. <laughs> and that's pretty much the life and shit, which I'm fine with. I am so okay with that. Same. Let's play the other one. Oh shit! All right, but um, the other one is oh twelve. I hate the way they title these shits. Um, what is that? Twelve twelve two. Oh, it was starting to play anyway. I was talking to you about this. Um. But it was it was somebody recently, and I felt like Delvin. Damn, I, I really forgot who I was talking to about this. But I really feel like Delvin has this, has a dope platform for this. But also, you guys, even though, um, I, I think it's fair to say y'all don't have too many episodes where y'all actually interviewing a lot of people. You know what I mean? On like on on a normal basis. No, not at all. Um, it came about with um. Uh, with white, white people, yeah, I'm already starting off with this racist, you know, with white <laughs> kids, really, right? That, well, not even just kids, adults, too, that play video games, but they play video games like, you know, the, the popular video games these days, Call of Duty, um, and I'm talking about shit that adults play, so I'm not going to bring up the Fortnites and the Roblox of the world, that's for kids, but the 2Ks, the Maddens, the Call of Duties, um, TTA, like those are like the top four that I know of. You know what I mean? And the reason why I bring up those is because with those four particular uh, video games, uh, and maybe not Call of Duty, but not maybe not so much with Call of Duty, but when it comes to the sports games and Grand Theft Auto, you get to create your characters. And somebody had pointed out that, yo, what about the, what about the character, what about the white people that create black characters? You know what I mean? Like playing us. Does you, have y'all ever came across that? If y'all do play video games online, if y'all do play those games, have you come across some kids? Um, and I, I know it's hard to 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 kind of tell or whatever, but you kind of judge people by their voices in a way. And I've come across a lot of black people that sound like they might be white or something like that. But it's very rare. I'm not going to lie to you because we talk in a certain way, especially when we're playing video games. But I have played with uh, some white folks back in the day online, random, and noticed that they were white. Some of them have said that they were white. But their actual players were black, and I'm not asking if y'all feel like it's a problem with that. I would, I would more so with 
we want to see if uh, we can get an interview and see, like, you know, because me growing up playing video games, wrestling games, and things like that, I always wanted to create a black character, you know, something in the, you know, the likeness of, of you know, my people. And so um, it's, it's, it's interesting because I can't tell you there's like a number one reason for me to do that other than I want a, I want a wrestler or a basketball player or a football player to look like me. Um, but I would be, I would want to know, I'd be interested to, to, to know what, what's going on in their head to say, you know what, I'm, I'm Brad and I'm 37, but I'm about to make me a 20 year old black man on 2K. I just mm-hmm. want to know, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to know. Is there like a fascination type of thing or I don't know. Like, maybe y'all can help me out with that. It was just a thought that came across my head because, again, I didn't really think about it until I started talking. I forgot who I, I think I know I was talking with another podcast. But I just wanted to know, like, yeah, some cats do be creating like black characters on these video games. That's crazy. Man, I wish I had more of an answer for for for, for Baylor. Uh I play the only one I really play is Call of Duty and usually I'm I have the the uh if I'm playing online, I usually have other people muted. And I'm lazy. I've never created I've, I haven't created no one recently where I want to like make them in like a black image or some shit like that. I just take the standard issue and just go for it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I am probably the wrong person to ask. Um, Cause I rarely pay attention to the people, people make like, uh, and call of duties, maybe, I don't know. I guess it'd be same with like 2k, you know, you making a, 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 a black or a white player or something like that. But I am the laziest fucking player with that. I don't even, I don't even change shit for the most part. So I, I am probably the wrong person to even ask that shit. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm even wronger to ask because I don't even play Call of Duty. So, <laughs> and the, well, the like, irony, uh, like is, I would say, I would say Call of Duty. Or even like, do you do 2K? Well, uh, so the irony is, I own every single game he mentioned, and I've not, I don't play any of them. <laughs> like, I have played 2K, but like, I don't play it online. Like, I don't play with other people. I just play against the computer. Like, I don't. Oh, I, like, I'm yeah. just playing a game. Like, I never got. I've never gotten into the playing online because that became prevalent when I didn't have a video game system. So like I didn't get, so once I, cause that like I had a PlayStation two and that wasn't a popping thing. And then that became a thing before I got a PlayStation four. So when I got a PlayStation four, I'm like, I don't know nothing about that shit. I'm not about to start playing online with random Nick. Like, I don't even know, like I haven't even played video games in many years. Like I'm about to start playing online with people who do it all the time. I'm just going to play the computer. Like I always do. So I don't I don't even play online, but I find that to be interesting because I would have never even thought that was a thing that like I would be playing video games online and come across a white person who made themselves a black character. Like I would have never even thought of that as a thing. Like I'm I'm there's a part of me that's even surprised that it is like I'm not completely surprised. Like but I think it's like. If I was to create a character, it wouldn't even enter my mind to create an entirely different person. But then again, I'm not somebody who I, I like my brain doesn't work in a way where I'm like, Hey, let me go pretend to be somebody else. <laughs> like, I don't I, like, I don't even think like that. 
So like, if I'm going to create a character, why would I not create myself? I'm going to, I like, I'm not going to create a white woman. Like I just, <laughs> cause I don't feel like going around and playing video games, pretending to be a white woman. Like that doesn't, that's not intriguing or compelling to me. Like, I don't know. so because I'm not that kind of person, but apparently there's a lot of people who are like that, who I can't relate to. So I would be interested in kind of like, because I was wondering why he asked us about interviewing and then started talking about video games. I'm like, what is this? What does this have to do with why he talked about us or Delvin interviewing people? But it did. It did come around at the end there. But I would be interested in talking to somebody who did who did, did that just because I'm just interested in, in the mindset of somebody who uh wants to pretend to be someone else because i'm not even judging that in any kind of negative way like maybe there's like yo my real life fucking sucks so when i play video games i like to pretend to be somebody entirely different from myself i'm a 14 year old white boy i pretend to be a 35 year old black man because my fucking real life sucks and that's who i that's what i do when i play video games so i'm not judging it but i'd be super curious because that's something that i can't even like, I don't even understand that. Like, I can't even, yeah, I can't relate. I can't get in that mindset. Like, I, I that, yeah, it's just my, it does not compute. So I, I'd, I'd be curious, but I don't know anybody like that because I don't play video games like that. I definitely don't know white, I, I barely know white people, let alone, <laughs> let alone white people who pretend to be black people on video games. <laughs> yeah. And I can say I played online, like with, uh, like with actually i had a group uh, it was a group of us uh me uh sheldon uh like uh well flat sheldon mm-hmm. and pbs and johnny we had all played you know on teams you know we had a good stretch of doing that for like about uh, about a year ago on call of duty call, on call of duty okay. um but i haven't i have shit i hadn't played call of duty probably in the last two months now and i didn't even even tried to play it since i've been here at the house um well i've literally never played it so i would like i would oh, be wow. terrible like no versions of it at all no oh, i've never oh, okay. played it oh, okay. like, I, like i said i own one or two of them that i bought because i was like hey maybe i should play call of duty one day and that day still has yet to come <laughs> so like because i'm just like i don't even like does it even have a non-online oh yeah they got campaign thing? yeah they got campaign. okay because i'm yeah. like i Cause I, that's all I hear about is people playing, playing with each other. <laughs> that's all I hear about is people playing oh, with each other. So I'm like, does that even have? Does it even have a non no they have a campaign aspect? You know, okay, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, can I at least learn how to play the game without, <laughs> without uh, <laughs> getting shot by other people in real life? Well, not no, in real they, life, yeah, but you they, know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, they definitely got campaigns and stuff. And okay. you know, I, 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 the campaign's okay. I like the online. Uh, uh aspect better of it but i'm not on there a lot you know i'm not the greatest you know um like like pbs that nigga is fucking amazing with that shit uh but i am definitely not there um so but yeah i didn't even played in a while i don't even, i probably would do that load that shit up and it'd be fucking three days of updates and shit just <laughs> just <'cause laughs> turn that shit on you know so uh yeah nah i, I but i'll be curious i think i feel like delvin would probably had the best chance of finding someone that fits that category. Like it reminds me of that uh the uh what was the MTV show True Life and then it was some weird title of some shit. True Life, I'm a white guy that plays with black people <laughs> on Call of Duty. <laughs> True life, I pretend to be black in my right, spare time. Right, right. So yeah, I think Dale would probably be perfect for finding somebody. I've, I've or, I mean, uh, he do video games and shit. So I mean, he probably yeah. he probably know people. I mean, between him and Chaffee, you know, they they play still. And uh, um, 
What's their pod? What's their their joint one? The Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God, I can't think of the other guy that's on their podcast. Um, fuck, I can't think of the other third guy on their podcast. Um, but I know they they all play. And fuck, what happened to fucking um um Sean? Is he even on Twitter anymore? I don't think so. I will never see him on Twitter, but I think he was using the uh, games we don't play uh, Twitter. Uh, no, that was Chaffee. <laughs> no, 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 but it was Chaffee and uh, he had the his was ETMF podcast. That oh, was his one. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, okay, he he bad. used that handle. It, the games we don't play handle. I'm saying that that was Chaffee that I think used that handle. Okay, I don't gotcha. think Sean yeah, ever right. used it. Yeah, it was the EMT. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm like I didn't even heard I didn't even heard him on a podcast forever. Um, but he does have two young kids, and but then again, Chaffee does too, so never mind. He just, yeah. Um, oh, I know I wanted to say before we go, uh, and I've, I've been meaning to uh, ask, uh, um, fuck, who was I asking about this? Delvin, I always think it's real. So, I don't know how often you've listened to Delvin podcast, but you know, he does his uh, five questions, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And for a good a good while, he was doing the question about what what did people remember when they recalled the Fruit of Maloon symbol? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I heard that. The, uh, yeah, so so it was like the the cornucopia and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I heard. I just remember the. I just remember fruit. I don't remember the cornucopia. Me but too. I always, but I always thought like, damn, you've had like at some point it was like four or five or six guests and. I'm like, do these motherfuckers not listen to your podcast? Because I know the answer every fucking time because I listen to it all the fucking time. <laughs> I just think it's weird that you got guests and it just never listen. Because I'm like, by the fifth one, it's like, come on, dude. You had to have heard it if you listen to any of this shit. But that was just a weird complaint of mine. Like, damn, these niggas don't even listen to his shit. They come over here just clueless of this thing. <laughs> Ask this thing for like five fucking podcasts straight and shit. But to that point, I don't remember the corner Kobe. I just remember I, I the the biggest part I remember was the was the the purple uh, grapes. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing I remember out of it. But I don't remember any of the other ones. It could be like an apple or some other shit. Yeah, and that was one too. I never looked at that closely enough. Like that was one where like if you showed it to me, I'd be like, "That's the fruit of the loom symbol." But like if somebody didn't show it to me and said, "What what's in the fruit of the loom symbol?" I would just be like, "Some fruit." <laughs> like like I, I, I couldn't tell you I couldn't even tell The only thing I could specifically name Is the same as you The fucking purple grapes That's like, the only thing I could specifically name I'm like I couldn't even tell you What other fruits is The picture Like I'm like, I'm like It's some grapes Some other shit <laughs> Yeah I, I remember grapes for sure And then that was it Yeah so yeah I, I, I Yeah I, I don't know what, I don't know anything about that But it's a lot of other that man, Mandela uh, Mandela effect shit that I find super interesting. Like, I still think, I still feel like some of that shit, like when I get, every time I get high, I start thinking about living in a simulation. And uh, I feel like a lot of that shit is like, what can be put as the, in the evident, potential evidence of a simulation pile, which is uh, stuff like the Mandela effect. Okay. Okay. Like I, I put that in the pile. I put like deja vu in the pile. Like, uh, these are things that could possibly be evidence. <laughs> Cause like like some of that stuff, I'm just like, man, how how do we all remember it this way? And and that it was never like that. Like that just seems too weird to me. How does a whole bunch of people think that it was something like we all agree that we feel like that was a thing? Like that that's too weird. Like yeah, <laughs> that's too yeah, fucking yeah. weird that we all agree. Like, oh, a bunch of us think that it used to be this way and we all wrong. Like, that's too weird, man. 
That's too weird. Yeah, I always want to like look up uh just more more I've become more interested, I think, since you got you had mentioned the Mandela effect or however we had started talking about it a while back. Now wasn't that no, wasn't it uh some from Baylor's podcast? They were talking yeah, about the Mandela he was talk- effect. Yeah, he had a whole thing where he was talking about that and um other similar things like deja vu and, and stuff like that. Yeah, he had a whole thing talking about yeah, it. They but like, I've always thought that was interesting. Yeah, 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 they they went they went a little bit. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they, they went like I was like, oh wow, that's that's. A little they were talking about shit I never even heard of. Like I can't I can't even remember now what it was, but I remember Me they neither. started talking about something. I was like, I don't even know what that is. I just wasn't familiar <laughs> at all. I was like, oh wow, right, yeah, that's that's a uh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the Man- Mandela effect, dog. Some of that shit is too crazy, man. I'm like, I don't believe, I don't, I, I don't believe this, dog. Like I don't think we could have all been wrong about the same goddamn thing. Like I just don't believe it. No, you're right. No, I agree. Excuse me. You got anything else? No, we can wrap up. All right, then. Well, uh, until next week, folks. Peace. Peace.